Pizza, pizza, pizza time. The official pizza of the Shock Fantasy Podcast is 7th Avenue Pizza. This is soda-style thin crust at its absolute best. It's not that crappy thin crust. It's solid crust integrity here. Not too thick, not too thin. The sauce was derived from an ancient recipe passed down from the Norse gods. And the cheese, oh, 100% primo cheese on these pies. You can pick your toppings as well. There's your conventional pepperoni or sausage, but there's also five cheese, Mexican, meatball, and pepperoni. Even a bacon cheeseburger za for you. My favorite, though, is the Lucky 7. Italian sausage, pepperoni, beef, Canadian bacon, and three types of cheese. Dang it, my mouth is watering just talking about it. I might need to go fire up the oven and make myself one before the podcast. Find your 7th Avenue pizzas at High V, Cub Foods, Lunds and Byerly's, and Holiday Station stores. And go follow them on Twitter at 7th Avenue Pizza. Let them know Shock Fantasy steered you toward their amazing za. Now, first off, how would we describe Shock? <laughs> Welcome to the fantasy. <laughs> Nice. Nice. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi, everybody. You're listening to the Shock Fantasy Podcast, and my name is Matt Harrison. I'm here to preview the Maybe the game of the week, and it's on Thursday night. It's the Los Angeles Chargers of Anaheim facing off against the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. Ah, man, I can't wait for this game. Uh, Kickoff is at uh, 8.15 Eastern, 7.15 Central. This is going to be a super fun one to watch, and it's going to have a lot of fantasy implications. And a lot of these guys you're going to have to get in your lineup early and there are a couple of it there there's a lot of obvious plays in this one you you know who they are but there's a couple of ones that you might be thinking about and we're going to go through it all of them today fantasy style on the shock fantasy podcast i am going to do this a little bit unorthodox today normally on fantasy football weekly we go team by team but today i'm going to go position by position instead then i get to use my sounders too so let's start quarterback oh my god that was really loud i might have to turn that down that was in my ear i think i'm deaf now uh anyway <laughs> both patrick mahomes and justin Airbear are getting a plus 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 grades yeah chart you can't stop me from saying plus or minus on this podcast yeah you can't uh, both of those seem fairly obvious. If you drafted Mahomes or you drafted Herbert, you're going to play them. Herbert, thrown for over 300 yards or multiple touchdowns in each of his four career meetings with Kansas City, including the Tyrod Taylor stabbing incident game where Herbert found out he was starting five minutes before the game. That was his first career start. Mahomes' last three outings against the Chargers, 4-10-3, and 2-60-3, and 3-0-2, and 2. So... In what should be a shootout, uh, this this could be one for the ages, people. This might be one of the better games all year. All right. Here, I'm going not way out of order. How about this? Uh-oh. Turn it down a little bit. Wide receiver. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's a lot better. Um, let's start where the, at the wide receivers here where it gets a little more thorny. 
Uh, Keenan Allen out for the Chargers. Uh, they've already ruled him out with the hamstring injury. So Mike Williams is your wide receiver one. Josh Palmer's wide receiver two. And DeAndre Carter probably mans Keenan Allen's position in the slot. Uh, in the early meeting last year in September, Williams had seven catches, 122 yards, and two scores against the Chiefs. I'll give Williams a B plus since I think they'll flex a bunch of coverage his way. It probably would be an A in other situations, but Palmer, he gets a B minus on this one. He was on the field for 50 snaps last week, and I think he's very solidly startable in this one. A lot of people picked him up off the waiver wires this week. I think Palmer's a good guy to get in your lineups. Not going as far as DeAndre Carter here, but he's a good single game slate dart throw on DFS. So if you're playing one of those, maybe over at Fanball, I know some people there. Uh, that would be a good way to go. On the Chiefs side, Juju gets a B plus. His eight targets, six catches, and 79 yards led all wide receivers. Although it was Mecole Hardman who had the short touchdown last week, but that seemed a little fluky. It was within the red zone. We'll we'll see if that plays out a little bit more. The other wide receiver I would start is Marquez Valdez Scantling, who I'll give a C plus two on the basis that I think he's going to catch a long touchdown pass once every couple of games. This is a shootout environment. JC Jackson possibly out again. So I like MVS's chances in this one. Tight end. You know Travis Kelsey is an obvious A plus in his last three games against the Chargers. Listen to these numbers. 26 total catches, 385 yards, and three scores. He's averaging, over those three games, nine catches, 128 yards, and a touchdown. That's bonkers. He's He might be the best play of the week out of everybody. Gerald Everett is the other option you might play at tight end this week, and I'm still going to start him in a bunch of situations where I have George Kittle, who's still a little iffy this week. Uh, by the way, Everett only played the Chiefs once in his career. It was when he was with the Rams, and it was that 54-51 to 51 shootout game in 2018. Everett had three catches, 49 yards, and two touchdowns in that game. And yes, the Chiefs somewhat neutralized Zach Ertz last week, but he was hobbled, and the Cards offense looks a little weird now. So with Keenan Allen on the pine, I think... Gerald Everett's probably the guy kind of manning the middle of the field and maybe running some of those Keenan Allen routes. So I like Gerald Everett in this one. Did I give him a letter grade? I'm going to give him a B. Solid B for Gerald Everett. Didn't think you'd see that one coming, did you? Now the running back position, you're definitely starting Austin Eckler. He gets an A grade. His game was a bit disappointing last week, but the workload of 18, that's attempts plus targets, Still ranked 14th amongst running backs. Uh, he was kind of stuffed in the running game last week, but the Chiefs did allow eight receptions to running backs just last week. And Eckler has double-digit PPR points basically every time he's ever played Kansas City. This comes from over his last seven games, he's averaging seven receptions per game against Kansas City over the last seven times he's met Kansas City. Isn't that crazy? Seven receptions per game. He's going to be buoyed by the pass-catching ability there. On the other side, Clyde Edwards-Elaire just gets a C-plus grade from me. Uh, two receiving scores last week is not the huge for him. Plus, he only managed 10 opportunities the whole game. That was 35th amongst running backs. He did notch one of his few 100-yard rushing days against L.A. last September. 
So that's kind of working in his favor. Let's talk about the other running backs, though. Isaiah Pacheco is, man, it, it it's tough to, to play him. All of his touches came when the game was pretty much in hand last week. He did see a carry on 12 of his 16 snaps, but I'm kind of wondering if that was the B squad out there. Uh, the Chargers only allowed four receptions to the Raiders' backs last week. So with McKinnon factoring in in the timeshare too, I don't think I can advise you to start either Pacheco or McKinnon here. I know a lot of people are excited about Isaiah Pacheco and thinking he can take over. If you want to go for it, it's a wild, wild ride, and you're going to do it on a Thursday. I don't think it would be me doing that one here. All right, that's it. That's the whole matchup. That's Kansas City. That's Los Angeles Superchargers. And you're going to come back and listen to the Shock Fantasy Podcast again next week on Tuesday when we do our Week 3 waiver wire. I, I know there's been a couple of weird issues with the Shock Fantasy Podcast feed on Apple Podcasts. Working to get that figured out with the good folks over at Apple. Waiting on a few things to click through and everything should be all good there. But if you're listening to us right now, we're available on, you know, all those other podcast platforms, Google Play, Spotify, all those great ones out there. Uh, and and we're really glad that you're uh, listening. So thank you guys all. We'll talk to you next week on the Shock Fantasy Podcast. <laughs>